Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. Today, we're here with Brendan Watts. And this guy, we've had a great conversation pre-interview here. And I'm stoked to have him here because this guy has such an unorthodox model that he's been able to leverage to speak in dozens of countries. I mean, this guy has been all over the world speaking, and I'm excited to really see how he was able to do it because he didn't do it the typical LinkedIn outreach, try to land a speaking gig way, right? <laughs> so uh, Brendan, first off, say what's up to everybody. We'll hop in, man. Hey, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So Brendan, first off, your story intrigued me to death, right? You're 12 years ago, you're in construction, which I didn't even tell you this. I was raised as a tradesman as well. My father was a contractor. Really? I did construction until I was 18 and I hated every second of it. I hate manual labor. I hate uh, <laughs> it's great when you can make more money sitting here doing nothing basically than, than out lifting a hammer, right? But so 12 years ago, you're a tradesman till you know, then you end up, I'll let you tell the story, but 12 years later, you're basically at a point where you're speaking all over the world. You know, people really know your name. You're changing lives, making lots of money. So walk us through that story. Oh, and it's interesting, like looking at it now, I've actually had quite a few things lately where people have asked me to talk about it. And I've been like, oh, wow, my life really has changed. But, you know, I got to a point in my life, like being, I just ended a relationship, had a four-year-old son, was sharing this little bedroom at my mother's house at the time. And I just hit a point in my life where I'd, I'd had enough. I was depressed. I didn't like myself. I didn't like my life. And I didn't know a way out. And I found this... I found this company called Access Consciousness and they were doing some seminars at the time in Australia and I went along to one and it was like, and the guy, the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, he was actually the one speaking at the seminar. I was like, I have to meet this guy. And he was just down to earth. He was, he knew me in a way that nobody should be able to know you without ever, you know, getting to know you. And I was like, my life just started changing with all of this. And and I, so I think it was maybe 12 months and I started doing some stuff with them, like with schedule and booking flights and uh, different stuff with like audio and tech and over the years. And then it was like four and a half years ago that they said, hey, would you be up for, I'd been, you know, a facilitator of this company also facilitating the tools. And apparently they saw something in me that was valuable because they asked me to be one of the lead speakers. And I was like terrified, but also excited at the same time. I just went, uh, yes, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. I have no idea what that looks like. And, and I just went for it. And it's kind of been the way I've lived my life. It's like, I just, I've never been one to pull back from anything. So I just went for it. And, you know, and that's been, Growing that over the years, you know, before this lockdown, I was speaking, you know, I was traveling the world, doing traveling at least three weeks out of the month. And it's kind of, you know, when I look at it now, it's all been a little bit of a blur. It's been like, wow, how did I get there? But it's been like, if you looked at 12 years ago and went, you could be from where you are right now to where you are, where I am right now, I would have went, no, you can't. That's impossible. <laughs> but But what I do know is... And what I've learned a lot over the past 12 years is it's about every single choice that I make that's led me here. And it's so it hasn't been, 
hasn't been one big choice. It's been millions and millions of little ones along the way and course correcting and navigating my way into seeing what it is that I know about business and speaking and, you know, being something different. Right. Yeah. I love that. It's funny as I'm sure, you know, like Tony Robbins story, right? Yours mirrors his. So I expect to make, see you be a billionaire in the next five years. So yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He he had a very similar story to that, where it was, he just, he went to an event, met Jim Rohn and was like, but he had the audacity to go talk to him. Right. And that's where I'm like, I think that was for you, probably one of those pivotal moments where that one decision led you so much further, you know, because you had the courage to go and say hi to him and Yeah. And it's like, my point of view has always been like, just because somebody says you can't, why can't you? Right. You know, And that's been my point of view, basically my whole life with everything, but I didn't like, it was more something I'd like, I was always the kind of, oh, I'll sit back, I'll sit back, I'll sit back. And, and it's like, so all of it would be, you know, I'd be, I'd be pondering a bigger world and more possibilities and all of this, but I didn't realize that I actually had to choose them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so that was the big thing. I went, oh, if I started making some different choices, I could maybe create a different life. And that's what I've done and, and am doing now. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've experienced this too. And, I, you know, what, while you were saying that, I'm like, what's coming to mind for me is that when yeah, it's kind of that opportunity paralysis that a lot of people get is there's all these different opportunities, but I could never fit any of those. But the truth is pick one, run with it, yeah. pick one you like, you know, and in yeah. your case, it was picking someone you liked and you said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to work with this person. Yeah. So I think that's. Yeah, and and I think the other thing that stops us too, is it's like, well, we think once we've made a choice to go in one direction, we have to keep going in it, you know, like make a choice, go, oh, well, that, make a choice today and go, well, that didn't work you know, grab one of those opportunities or whatever that is and go, oh, that didn't work, you know, and try something different instead of trying to beat it into existence when it just, it's not, it could be that it's not even time for it to exist yet, which is what I see a lot of people do with business is it's like, you'll have a phenomenal idea and it could be something that could create huge success, but it might not be ready to be in existence for another 12 months. Right. There could be a pivot in the market that you weren't anticipating that makes a huge difference. Or like you said, it might even be on a more spiritual level. It's like the world's just not ready for it yet. Yeah. <laughs> True story. True right, story. Yeah. I am curious because you know, you talk about be willing to shift. I like to ask entrepreneurs this because I know for myself, I've had to make some serious pivots, you know, literally closing the doors of a company that was successful to start one that became much more successful, you know, or or vice versa, you know, closing a very successful and having it fail and being like, why did my brain feel like that was their way to go? You know? So my question to you is at what point should you start to make those pivots? You know, is there a certain amount of time or a mindset or something that you think is when you, you know, okay, it's time to shift and stop trying to beat that thing into submission, you know? (laughs) Well, I think you said it perfect there when you know, and it's like, and that is one of the greatest gifts in business and in your life in general is using your knowing. Like it's like, and starting to acknowledge where you do know, you know, where you'll get that awareness of, oh, something's off here. Something needs to change. And what I've seen with the people who have really succeeded in what they desire to create is they don't listen to, they're not necessarily listening to what the market says and what people are saying and what all the information is out there. They're trusting themselves. And that's a big key. Like, you know, one of the people I just think is brilliant is Richard Branson. And the way that he has created himself has been about what he knows, you know, and the stories that he tells when, 
you know, and I've read so much stuff about him because he inspires me and he's willing to just go when nobody else will. So it's like, you know, the, which is basically a lot of the stuff that I speak about is empowering people to, and what access consciousness is about, empowering people to know that they know. And that can be one to, you're like, no, I don't, like, I don't know. Like everybody else knows what's better than I do. But it's like, well, look, if you look at your life, how many choices have you made in your life that you knew weren't going to work out? You made them anyway and went, oh, I actually knew that was, I knew I needed to make a change. I knew that was a bad relationship. I knew that was, so, you know, start following and trusting yourself, I would say is a big key to creating something different. Yeah. In my mind, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, clients or past clients and people that, you know, maybe we should have let go of sooner, you know, or maybe we should have actually stuck it out with them because they might've been a big advocate or you know, the relationship might've been valuable enough to keep, you know, and what you're talking about to me is just making me kind of reflect on that with our clients, because I, I know for us, when it comes to building those relationships with people we work with, you know, I, I'm one of those people, I get very tied to people. Mm -hmm. And once I'm tied to them, I, I just, I don't want to leave people because we've become friends, you know? And, but like you're saying, sometimes there's moments when you kind of knew it wasn't going to be a good relationship, you know? And I have one in particular that I'm not going to mention, but <laughs> where I was, I knew for almost a year that this client relationship was not supposed to happen. And yeah. even though I really liked the person, but it ended up being a horrible, like breakup situation. And it wasn't, wasn't a good situation at the end of the day. So anyways, yeah. you're making me think, which is good. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. And I don't think there's, there's probably not many people listening to this who don't, who can't relate to that. You know, I've had many times where it's like, I should have made a change in it. See, I, I look at it in business all my life. I don't really see the separation in the two, but it's like where I know something's off and it's like, well, let me just make it work. Let me just make it work. And then 12 months later, it's still not working. You're like, I knew that wasn't going to work. You can't make something work that's not going to work. It just doesn't happen. Right. Well, it, this is the question I have for you, right? Because you and I are both very driver type personalities. We say, well, if it's not working, change, make a change, do, take an action. But I do know that there's the other type of people who get paralyzed by inaction. Like they don't know what they should do. What's your counsel to someone like that who might be saying, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I'm willing to make that step yet. Or I don't feel like I'm capable of doing it. Yeah, well, I'd say like rather than looking at the big step, go for, okay, what's one small choice I can make right now that would create more ease with this and just make it. Like this is where the action has to come in. Your life is not going to, life or business or whatever it is you are desiring to create is not going to show up without a choice. And I've learned this over years and years and years of, you know, 12 years ago, I wanted my life to happen to me mm -hmm. without a doubt. Can somebody create it for me? Like, can somebody just give me the life that I'd like so I don't have to do anything? I learned that that doesn't work. So it's like, rather than look at, because a lot of people freeze when they look at that, trying to find that one big step, or, you know, they might have something in their business that isn't working. So trying to find the one limitation that is holding it in place, rather than find the thread that's going to give you more information to get closer and closer and closer and closer. But it's like, so rather than go for that big choice, look for, okay, what one small choice do I have right now? It could be making a phone call. It could be like ending a relationship. It could be anything. Like, But that first thing that pops into your head or pops into your awareness is go, oh, okay, choose that. And then be willing to make that choice and then go, okay, what next? Like what did that create? And start getting the, start getting the sense of if that's actually 
getting you it's take if that's actually taking you in that direction yeah it's the micro actions i like that because then you're not just saying cut the relationship off or yeah. you know close the doors of the business because i'm kind of that black and white type person you know i'm, yeah. I, I'm like well I, I just maybe i'm a little too emotional with these things sometimes but i feel like i've thought about it for a couple of weeks and then i'm like you know what I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a call. We're closing the doors, starting over. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, but, and it works different for all of us, you know, which is the thing I like exploring is there is no, you know, like if we look at each of ourselves and even with business as like talking about what we know is nobody knows what's true for me better than me. Right. They don't. And it's like, so expecting somebody to know more about me than myself is, is not going to work. But it's like, if we look at that with business and you start tapping into what it is that you know, so you can be, and you can be also, which is what I've seen as creates the greatest businesses is where everybody gets to show up with what they can bring. Not this is the model. This is how we do it, which to a degree that can work also. But what do you know about this? What can you bring to this? That's going to create something greater. Right. Yeah. That's brilliant. And I think you know, reflecting on your story and how you've made so many big changes. I think that's pretty indicative of what you've done in your own life. And that's why I'm sure that's why you're, when you talk on stage, it resonates so well, because you're like, I'm not telling you this out of, you know, I got a PhD in this, right? I've yeah. <laughs> I've lived this over and over and over and over again. And that's, I love to see entrepreneurs doing that because it, you don't have to be the person who's, yeah, you went through all the schooling. I've, you know, gotten all the certifications and whatever I've had to do type thing. It's, it's more of this was my life experiences, how I fixed it. Hopefully it helps you. Right. I yeah. think that's such a cool way of life. So I do want to ask you this, Brendan too, because we are kind of coming up to the end of the interview here, but well, that went quick. I know 20 minutes disappears. That's why I tell people, I'm like, <laughs> we, we got to like hop through it sometimes when it comes to like your business model, you did it in such an unorthodox way. I wanted to kind of dive into that because you didn't go out and say, okay, I have this really cool idea and I'm going to get prototypes and then I'm going to try to get on Shark Tank and then I'm going to get VC funding or whatever. Right? So I, I can grow my company or the traditional coaching route of, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just reach out and say, I'm a coach, right? I, I know how to coach people, right? And struggle, 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 right? But you did it where you worked your way in. And then yeah. once you were in, now you've got your own separate team that helps you run your business and everything. Talk us through a little bit about why and how you were able to do that and grow to where, I mean, you've spoken in how many countries at this point? Oh, I couldn't. Uh, well, you know, access consciousness is in 176, but I've spoken in a lot. I have no idea. <laughs> we're just going to say I've, 100 I've just to make you sound cool, right? <laughs> I, yeah. So, you know, explain the model a little bit. I'm just kind of curious with that. Well, I think my, for me, my model has been never give up, never give give in and never quit and just keep going, you know, and I did the thing of, it's like when I, when I first started speaking, you know, stepping into like more of this bigger speaking role was like, now I have to get it right. And now I have to look the part and be the image and do all that. And it, that didn't help. You know, I did that for years. And it's like one of the things that for me is brings me the most joy, but also brings the most engagement to the world is me being me, is me being that, you know, moving through childhood to being a tradesman to changing my life to, hey, I'm here. It's like people hear that and they're like, shit, you sound like me. You know, that's what, you know, that sounds like me. Like if you can do it is my, um, you know, my philosophy, my, the roadmap that I use is the more I'm willing to be me, the more of an invitation I can be for others. And I see 
the you know the entrepreneurs out there and, and the business people that are succeeding the most is it's going you know what I know something different and I'd like to create this and and they just go for it you don't we spend so much time trying to figure things out with our heads it's like you can get a little stuck in there you know rather than just going here it is like all right who do I need to talk to who do I need to engage with who can I you know what just you start being the question and then all of a sudden things start showing up. And that's been the beautiful thing in my life personally, but with hundreds of thousands of other people that I've seen is the more you're willing to get out of being the answer and be willing to be the question, things show up for people in a way that they don't show up for others because they're willing to be the question that allows them to receive something different. Love that. Well, and everybody, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Brendan here because I've been getting a lot. You've already given me about 15 things to think about. My brain's over <laughs> here working in the background too. So it's hard to ask questions when your brain's going on your own stuff, right? But that's always a good thing. But So make sure you guys go over to brendanwatt.com. That's where you can access pretty much everything he has. But I'm just going to give a special shout out to his podcast. It's called One Choice from Change. This is one of those shows that you should absolutely go listen to. I went and listened to it myself just so that I could understand more about Brendan. And this guy has some amazing guidance and wisdom to share with you all. So make sure you go check that out. And Brendan, just to kind of wrap up the interview today, if you could give us one final parting piece of guidance, what would that be? Oh, good question. Um, well, like I said, is do your best to start being a question. And also one of them, I would say like really start indulging in the space of, you know, what do I know here? Like get that, the more you can have that curiosity with yourself and really start playing with that. I would say, you know, go with that and trust, really start trusting yourself. But the, I'd say the way that you get to trusting yourself is be willing to fail. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan podcast. If you learned anything from this or any other episode, make sure you rate it and share it with another entrepreneur who could help. Thanks again. And I'll catch you on the flip side.